I still have to watch that show. I have not. It's really good. It at all. It's really, really good. Yeah. Favorite shows on TV right now? House of Cards, Game of Thrones. Yeah. They're both awesome. Now that Breaking Bad's done. Yeah. I watched, I watched, I, I don't know if I've told the story. I watched season one of House of Cards right after, it came out right after my son was born. And we pretty much had to have 24-hour shifts with him because he would be up every hour or so and need a bottle or need to, not need a bottle, need to be breastfed. So at some point my wife had to sleep. So I would have the night shift, and then when he needed to be breastfed, I would bring him to her, and then she could go back to sleep afterwards. Use your supple breasts to nourish your child. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, from 11 at night till 5 in the morning, I think, was my shift, I was downstairs. He slept pretty much nonstop that whole time. All babies do at that age is just sleep and eat. So he was just sleeping on my lap. I was downstairs watching Netflix, and I got through House of Cards in like two days. Um, I loved it, yeah. but then when season two came out, he was a little older, and I thought, oh, I might be able to do this, and no, when, as soon as your child is at the point where he can move on his own, uh, just sitting down and watching an hour drama is really impossible, so, and that's, I think, you know, like, I, I'm sure, I'm sure if it was just Katie and I, or... If I was a single man, I'd be all over Game of Thrones, but it's just, it's so difficult to watch anything longer than 10 minutes right now. I pretty much just watch YouTube videos. I'm going to cattle train my son or daughter someday. <laughs> that's a good idea. Put him to bed hey, there. that's thinking ahead. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Let him roam the backyard. Yeah. Let nature take its course. Yeah. <laughs> if you have a kid, you're going to have to get a fence for that backyard. Yeah, that's true. That well, kid's going to go in the ravine, like, right away. I feel like having a child should impact my television watching that seems like my girlfriend's problem slash at that point wife's problem you made this thing it came out of you you deal with it alright well we'll see how that goes for yeah, you yeah this is a good test to see yeah. is listening this far into the podcast yeah. someone's gonna comment two on year, that two years from now when you're a single man yep <laughs> the record <laughs> paying, I, do not, alimony. I do not prescribe to these gender uh, uh, stereotypes I will be a very involved father I will just project yeah. house of cards onto his forehead while he's sleeping yeah of course or I'll watch it on my iWatch there you go. There you go, full circle. Does that have that ability? I have no idea. Yeah, that's you can the thing. read like, email and you can do like Twitter on it, but I don't know. Email. How the hell? I can barely see my phone as yeah, it is. I'm I know. 30 years old, I can't see anything. Like we work with people where if you make the font size too small, yeah. it's like a, a, I don't know what I'm trying to say. It's difficult for them to read, is what I'm trying to say. Like I can only imagine what a tiny little watch with a full email on it would be like uh, I wonder like so hey hey it's Toronto CN Tower nice I, uh, the Canadian National Tower I um I like basically I use my phone for sending emails for work yes which I do all hours of the night because I'm an idiot yeah so uh, I'll get an email and I need to respond well, to well I mean but your your forward momentum in the world of business is yeah exactly is I'm feeling and dealing yeah. send emails that have no no necessity for timeliness I'll still send immediately because I just and I'll fill them with spelling errors yes Tanya the email I sent last night yes I used the wrong there and I also apostrophe s something that didn't need an apostrophe s and I, I rolled around in bed all night sweating thinking about how I sent this email correctly but I'll, I'll, I'll learn someday what the theirs mean um, anyway sorry little grammar friend um, with, a, with a phone I, or my, or my wrist watch I feel like it's going to be even worse I don't understand I don't know because you'll never be able to disconnect. I wonder, so if I know your your well uh, contact information, you're on my phone, and I can feel your heart rate, 
that's almost like a lie detector too. Like if you're saying, "Oh yeah, Matt, uh, I can't go out tonight. I got this thing to do," and then I can feel your heart rate like racing. I, I think you have to allow them to do it. Right. Yeah, I don't think you can just say, "Hey, hey, let me let, let, let's see how this guy's heart is doing." Yeah. Okay. NSA. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm it. sure they could, but um, yeah. The other thing that is crap about this watch is it's a watch, right? So you would assume that you would, you know, you'd wear it. You take it off at night and just put it on in the morning. You can just lay it on your dresser or whatever. No, that thing needs to be charged every single night. Does it have one of those pads you can just lay it on? Well, it's, it looks like a little stethoscope that attaches to the back of it. Oh, uh, stupid. But, yeah, like, it's dumb. Why? Watch. I can tell you next year we'll be wearing one. But right now <laughs> I think it's dumb. Well, you know, I like being a hypocrite in every aspect of my life. So, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm enjoying this drive with you. Yeah. How does that make you a hypocrite? Because <laughs> I'm not. Oh, that just makes you a liar. Hypocrite means you say one thing and then like, do the other. Isn't it obvious that I'm not enjoying myself? Uh, no. <laughs> All right. Hypocrite would be like, um, well, we're coming up on the most important landmark in Toronto history, the water tower that says Nabisco. <laughs> the National Biscuit Corporation, Nabisco. Mr. Christie's, you make good so, cookies. No, this is not a joke. Uh, there used to be a It's not there anymore Because there's condos everywhere There used to be a warehouse Kind of kitty corner Diagonally from that Mr. Christie factory That's where the Ukrainian dance studio was That I used to do Ukrainian dance Oh really? In. Yeah So you could smell the cookies But people would be like I'm like a uh, Adolescent kid, boy Forced into dance lessons And a little chubby at the time Smelling cookies All I wanted to do Was get the hell out of there Just head to the go straight down play. And you could go down there And they'd sell you these huge It looked like kind of like A cereal bag But twice as big basically Just full of like Smashed cookies Because the ones that didn't They got oh. smashed going into the They were so cheap That's incredible Yeah it was amazing I had So many chocolate chip cookies Wow That's uh That's like in Buffalo The General Mills plant That makes Cheerios If you go down to the waterfront The whole place just smells like Smells like biscuits and Cheerios. Really? That's yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's a good smelling city in that particular area. So my girlfriend's brother-in-law, Andrew. Yes. Who I, I don't think he's ever listened to the podcast, but if you got this far in, Andrew, as your first one, I am impressed. We'll give you a shout out. So they, they live in a condo here in Toronto, not in this area, but and we're talking about the condo market, and it's my he sort of started telling me how a lot of these buildings, these ones like the blue glass. I'm sure everyone at home can, can picture this. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The big, big blue glass-clad uh, condos on the waterfront in Toronto. I guess this glass only has like a 10 or 20-year lifespan on it, and then they have to replace it because uh, all the seals start to go and stuff like that. So all of these buildings that have been built in the past 10 years are all going to start to require like massive uh, retrofitting every five or ten years which I think yeah. that's just the symptom of our disposable culture oh, there you, go. you know <laughs> in years past uh, we tried to build things that lasted um, there's still like stone bridges in England that are hundreds of years old and people still go over them but all these buildings are going to fall down and then we're going to have a garbage problem <laughs> that's what I was going for I was more just amazed that that was allowed uh, yeah. and like you if you invest you know $400,000 to live in a 600 square foot condo you would hope your window doesn't fall off in the middle of the night, but hey, who knows? Whatever, who cares? There are just some ads for CPA Ontario on the billboards here. We got some electric billboards. Pizza, pizza, Trisket. Ooh, Trisket. I think the CPA Ontario is probably related to this event they're taking part in, which I know we're mysterious about our careers because only our friends listen to this. But tell us, there you got go. some chameleons on there. That's exciting. 
God. For all those ad buyers out there, you're going to see how much we actually pay attention to this. Something we can't read, so whatever that is, meet the pipeline that uses the GT, GE, oh, it's a GE ad. We can't read a GE. Get a better ad. No one yeah. can read your ad. I almost crashed looking at your stupid ad. <laughs> this is like home there you go. Wind, wind mobile, big logo and three girls in bikinis. That's how you do an ad. Yep. It's nothing to do with cell phones. <laughs> well, That's how you get things done, wind. Mazda's make your move, sales event. 0% purchase financing. That's exciting mm-hmm. for people who are interested in Mazda's purchase. Mazda's, yeah. Limousine. <gasps> MLS limo. Oh, oh, who's in there? Oh, it's the guy dressed up as a raptor. <laughs> it's the mascot. Is it the regular mascot or the inflatable one that falls in that movie? I hope it's the inflatable one. <laughs> one can only dream. Uh, MLS so. limo. I wonder if that has anything to do... Like, I, We assume it's MLSE, but it could just be some other like major league... Major league sex. Limo. <laughs> major league sex. Yep. You get called up to the pros if you're good enough at it. Both you and I got our invites. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. I, when I thought of people who might be in a limo, all I could think of was Leafs from the mid-90s. I was like, <laughs> like Darcy Tucker's in there. Wendell Clark. Eddie Belfour. Oh, uh, Eddie the Eagle. Yeah, although he may be more 2000s, but still. Hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, uh... Yeah, you're not fact-checking. No. Water truck. That's, I think our podcast is very obviously not fact-checked. <laughs> we don't have a team afterwards going and giving us corrections. Yeah. Or even feedback, because no one listens no. to this but us. No. Uh, that's guys, all right. Guys putting a beam down on the bridge yeah. they're building. We're, Good job, guys. We're Working in hard. the heart of the, the greatest uh, construction project in Toronto history. The resurfacing of the Gardener for the first time. Yeah, the, <laughs> the endless... It is will this, never end. Is it, is it Sisyphus that rolls the thing up? Yes, it is. Yeah, is. I asked you this yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is literally... And you remember, yeah, yeah. and then you asked me, and I remember. Sisyphus is... In Greek mythology, a guy rolls a, a rock up a hill, I believe, over and over again. That's all he does. Yep. That's literally resurfacing the gardener in Toronto. Yep. As soon as they uh, get to the end, the, <laughs> they turn, turn the beginning. Around. Yeah. It's. Like, I, I think the uh, Golden Gate Bridge is the same thing. Yeah. Because it needs to constantly be repainted, and as soon it takes so long that as soon as they're done painting, yeah. the other end needs to be painted again. Yeah. So I'm sure that one guy who does it, he's making a pretty penny, but he's working 24 hours a day forever. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing. Have you ever heard of, I think I'm kind of down it, people, people like jump off that bridge? Yeah. I guess it's like one of, the, that, one of the most popular places to commit suicide in North yeah. America or something like that. It's crazy. I guess if you're going to go and you, you want to go that way, it's a pretty like iconic place to do it. But Yeah, I don't know. That's it's a very sort of sad legacy for that bridge. But it's yeah. just, I think I think any huge bridge probably has the yeah. same. Same thing in the, the one in uh, Vancouver too. Yeah. The, and the steelworkers one they're putting up. When I was there last year, they used to talk about putting, putting up fences on it, which would make it really ugly, but it doesn't seem to really be addressing the problem. It seems to be, like, just pushing that person to go do it somewhere else, but... Yeah. So, we're now uh, right by the Humber River, the mouth of the Humber River, if I'm not mistaken, and there's two condos here, big brown buildings that kind of look like uh, plus shapes if you're looking from above. Mm-hmm. I heard a rumor when I was a kid that, like, these were, like, sinking because they were put on that land that was, like, reclaimed. But given the fact that it's been about 20 years and they're still standing here... Yeah. I guess they are Well, sinking. it starts at floor two now. It starts at floor two. <laughs> uh, someone's in the basement now. Yeah. Um, I think I think any rumor about buildings sinking is usually just a rumor. Like, the rumors about libraries sinking. Yeah, someone said that about our library where we, where we work. So we're really narrowing down the field in which we work in. Yeah. And the cool it's sinking because they forgot the, the books. I think that's just a, like, that's a common you, thing. You would have to be dealing 
with the worst architect yeah. and engineering firm and construction firm. It would need to be a perfect storm of idiots for you to build a building that all it does is house books. Yeah. And then when you put the books in, it starts to sink. It's like, oh, we didn't take it into account. How? Yeah, and let's take it in the in ancient the ancient world where you know foundations aren't done the way they are now. But if if a couple thousand pounds of books has an impact on a building structure, that's not the safest building you've ever yeah. heard of. Although on Reddit the other day they had a story about how there was this flagship. I think it was a British ship, but I could be wrong. Maybe it was a it was a Scandinavian ship of some kind. But it was this flagship battleship went out its first. Uh, um, I guess mission or whatever and it, it immediately got sunk because I guess they used a series of rulers to build the ship and they had like the German foot which has like 11 inches in it like at the time and then the oh, British okay. foot had 12 so the whole ship was like kind of cockeyed to one side because the <laughs> ship because the guys on one half of it were building it one inch different than the other half so yeah. you never know people make, make stupid mistakes well that was that same sort of issue happened with the Hubble telescope because the lenses were I think developed like there was a conversion error between metric and imperial, so all of the alignment and I could be completely wrong about this, but that from what I remember reading is the issues that were plaguing the Hubble telescope at the beginning before they readjusted were issues in the conversion between metric and imperial, which is pretty funny. Why does the U.S. still use Imperial for that matter? It's the stupidest thing. Well, Jimmy Carter tried to move him over to metric, and then he was a one-term president, and then Ronald Reagan came in and said, we are not doing this. Yeah. So, thanks, Ronald. Papa Reagan. So I have an important question to ask you. Yes. Are you going to eat that hash brown, or what? I already ate it. You ate your hash brown already? Yeah, it's gone. Oh. Sorry. Well, yeah, you're good. not getting my hash brown. Go to hell. I love hash browns. I know you do. Well, what am I? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're so close to Toronto, but, like, this portion of the drive will take just as long as yeah. the drive in to you, this point. We could, like, create a false pause here in the podcast and release the first half and then start again. How? Right? How am I going to release it? We could it? just say, no, like, not this moment, release it. We could say, hey, guys. <laughs> I thought you were like, no, hey, no, Joe. No, I could say, hey, guys, it's the end of part one, and then we could just keep talking and, like, make a false conclusion, and then... It, we're, com we're coming up at 56 minutes right now. So we could do an hour and then call it, and then if we can start again, and if we get there with less than a reasonable amount of time, we just won't use the second one. How's that? Yeah, all right. Sure, yeah. Well, I, this I one will go the whole way. Whatever you want to nah, do. Nah, let's just keep it all together. All right. All right. Canada Post went by. Yeah. The mail's yeah. getting there. We're not getting there, but the mail's getting there. Yeah, that's all that matters, really. Yeah. It was, a, it was the Pony Express, just a horse loaded with letters. <laughs> On the highway, which seems very dangerous. Yeah, there's just but... bags of mail tied to the lampposts and horses are running by, picking them yeah. up. You don't see a lot of movies where the mail is going in a bag outside of the side of a train and hooked onto a hook anymore. That's pretty sweet, though. I like that in, like, cartoons and stuff. They don't do that much anymore. Probably because that's not how it works anymore. Yeah. Probably not just filling sacks with mail and just hooking it out of the side of a train. I wish they would. Red Path Sugar just drove by. There's one of those plants near my house. I think it's scheduled for closing. So, so anyone Google Red Path Sugar closing factory, you'll know exactly where I live. Your house? My new house, yeah. Oh, really? There's a sugar factory there, yeah. Mm. Or like some kind of processing plant. Um, but yeah, it's closing, I guess. Yeah, there's so a Red be... Path in the harbor as well. Mm. There's boats full of sugar come and drop off. 
sweet, sweet. <laughs> that's a sweet boat. Dropping their sweet loads <laughs> in the harbor. <laughs> oh, boy. That's actually a very good pun. Good job, man. Hey. That's the peak of my podcast right there. Pick the, it up. Some, some might call it the climax of my podcast. Hey! Some might be <laughs> pinnacle. That's funny, right? Yep. Oh, boy. So, we're running out of things to say. I think. No, we're, no, good, we're, we're good. good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We need to be comfortable with our silence, Joe. Because what would happen is we would turn the podcast off if we said we were done, and then we would just talk anyway. We seem to know what we would have talked about. Like, for example, Silestone and Granite. Whatever the hell that is. Good job, Showworks. You guys are representing the, uh... Stoneworks. Oh, what did I say? Showworks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying probably... to be comfortable with my silence yeah. and leave you out to dry. Oh, that's fine. But then you misread a sign, and I, will, I cannot have that. It go trains going by. Yeah. Where's it going? Not Niagara yet. No, nope, not yet. Soon enough. Don't worry, we got that old guy. <laughs> who's in the cabinet now. Jim Bradley. Jim Bradley. Yeah. Bim Bradley. Yeah, Bim Bradley. I voted for him, and then I moved out of that city. Hey. So, uh, there you go. USA. Sort of reveal my political affiliations, everyone, but I want to go transit in the Niagara region, so. Honestly, not voting for Jim Bradley is throwing your vote away. <laughs> that, he's been in that seat since the 70s. He's not <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Someone, I mean, I should, shouldn't say this. Never mind. I'll talk, I'm going to talk about politicians and things I might know about them. Yeah. Jim Bradley is a fantastic representative for our region. Good job, everyone. Thank you, Ben. Ontario College of Trades just drove by. Is that... I guess that's where they certify it's like it's electricians. Running off the road. Yeah, <laughs> their competition. <laughs> uh, so we're in the near distance. We're approaching St. Joseph's Hospital, which yes. I like to announce every time we drive by it because it's named after me. Yeah. Uh, St. Joseph. Yeah, I was born there. You were born in my hospital. Yeah, born in your hospital. And then after you were born, they dedicated a wing to you. Yeah, called the Melnick Pavilion. Yeah, that's my last name, everybody. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> the Matt on the show yeah, the, Matt, the at Matthew Melnick who tweets this out every week <laughs> that's the Matt on the show yeah that's me and I'm sure you figured out that the at Joe Gottlieb who tweets it out every week is me Joe yeah. Gottlieb so we got that out of the way well look at that thing it's like a it looks like a little bobcat but you ride on the back of it the guy you can't see me anymore they have the beard there yeah it looks like they're making a skate, skate park skate park yeah that's pretty cool yeah hope that bobcat can do some tricks. Yeah, he's going to do a kickflip in a minute. <laughs> there you go, kickflip Ollie. What else do I know? It's about a... Nolly. Nolly? What's that? Uh, I have no idea. You have to know what it is. You can't just say the names. I just... I I'm can say Nick Twist. I don't know what that is. I'm trying to remember from uh, <laughs> uh, Tony Hawk. Oh, you can yeah. do a normal. Yeah. I know that. I think that's just when you like balance with just the front wheels on the... like Just, yeah. just on a flat surface. That's when you're not paying attention and you lean on the stick, it just does that. Yeah. When you're playing PlayStation 2. But you gotta know how to do that if you wanna chain some tricks together. Yeah. So yeah, anytime yeah. you need to go on a flat surface, you need to make sure you're doing that. You know that most of those levels in that game, and someone who listens to this and played that game can correct this if I'm wrong, but you can like ride the entire level just grinding it. Like sometimes it made no sense, like you'd be up like on a super high level on like the school, but you would just like be grinding the edge of the school and you could do the entire yard all the way back to like where the level starts and just do it again like, really it all of them had this weird kind of cheat where you could just go around accumulating the biggest score in the world that's over crazy the... yeah my friends were really good at that game it, those games had great soundtracks too oh yeah that that game I think single handedly got people into ska music uh, Johnny Cash too was on that um, was he what song uh, it may have been the third one but it was like Ring of Fire was on there really yeah maybe the second one or third one had Ring of Fire yeah it was huh. great 
Ace of Spades was on yeah. there. A lot of people learned who Lemmy was because of that game. Goldfinger? Goldfinger. That was a big boon for them. And uh, Ramones? Yeah. Yeah, that was, a, that, was, that, that was a good soundtrack. There's certain games that when I think of a system, like I think of Nintendo, I think, well, I guess there's a few. I think of Duck Hunt, Tetris, and Mario 3, pretty much. Yeah. I think of uh, the PlayStation? PlayStation 2, I think. PlayStation 1, I guess PlayStation 1, right? Yeah. Yeah. PS, the original one, I think of Tony Hawk. Yeah. And also know. the snowboarding game. There's a snowboarding. I can't remember what it was, but it was good too. The snowboarding game on the PlayStation? Was it Cool Borders or something like that? I forget what it's called, but it was really good too. Same. Was, was it SSX? I don't think so. It could be though. I know 1080 was on N64, yeah. and that was a great game. Uh, Tony Hawk came out on N64 as well, but it was. I think it was more well known on the PlayStation. Uh, I had a PS1. I loved I was. I'm not particularly good at video games, which is funny, seeing as how I'm now on a Let's Play YouTube channel where we play video games. Although I don't play, I just make fun of the game the whole time. Listen, don't cross-promote your other content on our podcast. Plus 3XP. <laughs> uh, YouTube.com slash Plus 3XP. Check it out. Good thing you put the YouTube.com in there. Hey, people gotta know. Or at Plus 3XP yeah, or Plus 3XP.com. Oh, you guys have a Twitter account? We do. Oh, there you go. Twitch.tv slash Plus 3XP. Check us out. We just... Uh, what does that do? Twitch uh, Twitch lets you do, like, live streams of oh. games. Uh, and the new Xbox One uh, has, and I think probably the PS4 as well, has a built-in where you can stream right to uh, Twitch. So we were doing uh, a playthrough of Destiny, which hopefully the first video will drop today. Uh, but while we were doing it, we just sent out a tweet saying, Hey, everybody... We're doing a Let's Play of Destiny. Uh, check us out on Twitch and see us play while we're doing it. And we had a few people tune in and watch. It's pretty cool. Most of them I know by name, but it was neat. But that's, like, because you're doing something topical, like that game just came out. Yeah. That's a pretty clever way of getting people to sort of pay attention. Yeah, that's, well, yeah. we were hoping that the video would launch the day after we recorded it, but yeah. we left that in the hands of a guy who's not very good with deadlines. Oh. So, <laughs> if you got people made this far, you're in trouble. <laughs> I think I know who it is. Whatever. It's still it's still it's still in the zeitgeist, I think. There's a lot of news oh, yeah. around Destiny. So So I mentioned there were some uh, CPA ads earlier. Yep. There's another one up there. So the way the ad works, it's if you picture like um, Hangman or like uh, Wheel of Fortune. There's three empty spaces and then it says ductivity. So it's obviously productivity. So you're sitting here in traffic, you're proud of yourself filling in the blanks, but because of the CPA, right, the Chartered Professional Accountants, and the pro, Yeah, that's pretty clever, I like that ad. It's clever. It's clever enough to get on the highway. Unless you fill it in with C-O-N, and then it's Con- need a con. <laughs> Conductivity. <laughs> so that uh, also right works. Now, but... Someone who worked for that ad agency just like put his hand, in, his head in his hands and goes, how did I not think of that? Oh, I guarantee you they thought of that. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that's right. Good. I like that because it's you need, you need ads that are quick enough to see if the highway is going quickly, but uh, still intelligent and eye catching. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think they increased the ad prices as soon as they announced that they were tearing up the gardener? Oh yeah, Cause, I wonder. Because the amount of eyes that are going to be on it are going to be on it for longer. Well, like we said before, it's always slow here though, so I think it doesn't matter. They just probably charge a lot. But for I those. think it's probably slower now yeah, yeah. than in, in previously. I don't know. Yeah. There goes Stoneworks again. 
That's a very nice granite countertop they got on the back of that truck. Yeah. If you guys are looking for granite countertops in the GTA, check out Stoneworks. Yep. Stoneworks? 905-857-6006. Stoneworks. For all your stone needs. We expect a check in the mail. Yeah. At least a piece of stone. <laughs> just <laughs> just tennis rocks. We have to pay for the, the postage, but yeah. we get a nice piece yeah. of stone. If it's flint, it's worth, it's worth something. You can make fire with it. I don't think they make countertops out of flint. That's that seems like, a, like that would end disastrously. You put a pan down too hard and the whole place catches on fire. You know they have like different kinds of paint. They have like chalk paint or the blackboard paint where you can paint a wall, blackboard yes. stuff. We were in a room the other day for uh, presentations, and all the rooms are, are white. And then there's two whiteboards on the of two of the four walls. And then some people decided that they would write on the white wall. Assuming that it was whiteboard paint. <laughs> so there's all these, like, room numbers written on the wall that are trying to be scratched out. Uh, that's hilarious. I'm like, how how many people were in this room decided, you know what? Let's just go for it. We'll assume this is paint that you can wipe off. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. These things are cool. Uh, so we're on the Gardner now. Uh, we're just approaching. We're past uh, St. Joe's Hospital. We're approaching the Ontario Place. Uh, these um, ads on the side here that are made out of bushes and rocks. I think these are always cool. Okay. Now, when... Did the... Because right now, the signs are it's like shrubbery is yeah. the green, but then the white looks like it's just it's laid on top. It's like white rocks. Yeah. yeah. Was it always that way? I seem to remember it being actually all shrubbery and they painted the white. I don't know about painting it, but I know that... Or like it was white Something I don't. It seems like they're done differently than I remember them being when I was a kid. I don't know. I think for one thing, they seem to. And again, anyone who works in the Toronto advertising or hell this is can tell us. But I think they used to be much more longer term, and they would actually plant stuff to make the logos. Now they just kind of just move the bushes around to make the logos. Just lay the thing on. They're also much more new. Like they're much more crisp. I think than they used to be. Yeah. But I heard a rumor. This is one of those rumors, like you know, libraries at sync because they have all the books in them. That one company did their logo on the this hill, and then they put it, they made it out of trilliums, and because trillium is the provincial flower of Ontario, and you can't rip it up, they got they it's like a big controversy because they the company they didn't want to pay their next like fee, and then they had to remove their ad, but it was all trillium, so they couldn't do it, and it was like a thing. That makes, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. that's pretty cool. I don't know if that's true or not though, but it seems like a really weird thing to be made up. Well, but. then it seems like if you wanted a free ad. You would just have to go to that hill. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Just plant a bunch of trilliums. <laughs> yeah, so that can't be true then. Yeah, you're right. I feel like I may have told you that as maybe. a way to get around those ads. Oh, maybe. To do it with, like, wildflowers or protected flowers. Yeah. And then they can't rip it up. So this MasterCard logo looks like the Wu-Tang symbol. Hey. Inadvertently, I think. Don't tell the secret. Because it looks like red and, it's your red and yellow circle on the actual thing, but it's just two white circles, and the way they overlay, it's just Wu-Tang forever. Yeah. <laughs> So we're passing by. That's is that Swansea Pool? Yeah. It's under construction. They're doing a revival of the West Wing. Of not not the television show. Um, we talked about Spin City on the walk out to our cars the other day. Yeah. For like ten minutes. I didn't think I had that many opinions on Spin City, but yeah. we talked about it for quite some time. That was a good show. Michael J. Fox, show. Heather Locklear, after 
Michael J. Fox. He had the. Were they on their together machine? briefly or no? Heather Locklear and Michael J. Fox. Yes. So it, it was Michael J. Fox, and then Heather Locklear came in later, and then they were together for a while, and then Michael J. Fox left because of his Parkinson's, uh, and Charlie Sheen took over, and then it was Charlie Sheen and Heather Locklear, I think, right till the end. Yeah. But in the last episode, Michael J. Fox came back, I believe. Or, like, maybe in the last season he was back for a bit. I don't know. But there was a joke in the last episode that... Because I think the... I think the premise of Michael J. Fox leaving was that he was going to work in Washington. Yeah. And I mean, then... point out, sorry, the Scots logo has the least green stuff in it. And it's Scots is a company that makes things green, like lawn fertilizer. Anyway, carry on. So, I thought that was weird to me. <laughs> right. Um, in the last episode he made a joke about going to Washington and he's been working with a young senator, uh, a young uh, Republican senator by the name of Alex P. Keaton, which was Michael J. Fox's character on Family Ties who was like a young conservative, so that was kind of a funny nod to his television history. A young conservative? Like he was a politician in the show? No, but no. he was like a young, he was sort of his character was like a yuppie, conservative but like teenager Oh, yeah. So, I guess in Spin City, the joke was that Alex P. Keaton went on and became a Republican candidate and then senator. So. Yeah, yeah. So, we're talking about this the other day. Um, Talia and I were about television and like movie stars. Yeah. And how now was one of the only times I can remember where make big name movie stars like Matthew McConaughey on, on um, True Detective and stuff are actually going to television. She said that she thinks it's the other way around that uh, a lot of people from movies go to TV. I think it's the other way around. Like, so you start in TV and you work your way up to movies, kind of thing. So, like Michael J. Fox would be an example, or Robin Williams would be an example. Are there, can you think of any examples of that? I'd ask you of movie stars who then turned into TV stars. Um, well, I think historically it was you would work in TV until you could get into a movie and then you would become a movie star so like Robin Williams started out on Mork and Mindy and then you know got his role in I forget what his yeah. first film was uh, but there's another one that, I forget what it was and there was Good Morning Vietnam there's another one before that I think, yeah too. but I think yeah now it's sort of the heyday of television like there's a lot of because movies are becoming much more formulaic like in the in the in the 70s and 80s and could make an argument in like the early 90s there was sort of like the the artist directors and stuff and there was a lot more original stories being made in movies and now everything is most like if you you know you look at the the cineplex any day of the week it's half the movies are sequels or adaptations of something and yeah so it's it's there's a lot less shine, I think, to movies than in years past. If you're making movies, it's usually some sort of independent feature that's going to get you the attention. Um, but it's sort of a golden age of television right now. So, like, Kevin Spacey, who is historically a movie uh, actor, you know, he, mm -hmm. he's been in a ton of movies, um, is now the lead on a television show. Um, Matthew McConaughey was one. Yeah. Julia Roberts is in a show right now. I forget what it's called, but oh, she's in a show, too. Yeah, I think a lot more. I think a lot more movie stars are jumping to TV because it's probably a steadier paycheck. You get to work for longer. It's maybe it's, it's probably the same amount of work, but you know, if you make a movie and it's great, uh, 
unless they make a sequel, that's it. You got to find yeah. another movie. But if like you are on a TV show and it's great, chances are it's going to have another season. Then another season after that is probably a little more steady. Even so, saying that, like, I mean, I would argue that even like TV is pretty much garbage on like major networks. For the most part, it's like reality TV, and there's a hundred channels of reality TV of different like home renovation shows or whatever. Say yes to the dress, or whatever. Hey, no. uh, yeah, yeah, I like home renovation <laughs> too. I'm just saying. So I think, but then all these cable channels have these awesome dramas that, like, yeah, pretty much disregard all the rules of television. So there's, like, swearing and nudity and violence and all that kind of stuff. They have the ability to tell more in-depth stories. Like Matthew McConaughey was saying when he did True Detective that, like, it gives him an opportunity to actually develop the character more than just in, like, a two-hour period, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, for sure. Yeah, the major networks don't really have a whole lot of stuff on them that is... Uh, of note, really. Because, yeah. like, now uh, seeing how, how Game of Thrones is done on HBO, how much better would Lord of the Rings have been as, like, this kind of series? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. But, like, but, it, but like, five years ago, if someone had said that, yeah, it'd be better if it was on TV, no one would have believed you. But you're ridiculous, right? It yeah. needs to be a movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, like, Dune the was a movie that was not really very well received. Um, but then they made a, a mini-series, but that was sort of before the heyday of, of, of mini-series, and it was much better than the movie, but it maybe didn't get as much attention, but I think, like, if they did... Dune is, like, a sci-fi... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, if, if they did... those books, I haven't read them yet, though. I bought them in the used yeah. bookstore. after reading them. So, like, if they, if they did it now, it would probably garner a lot of attention. Oh, on the CPA ad, hey. Sparity, with three letters at the beginning. I'm gonna go ahead and go with... Con. Consperity. <laughs> Disparity. Disparity. <laughs> Sorry, CPA. That's That's right. Rico Coliseum, everybody. Home hey, of Marley. Our good friend Rico owns yep. that place. <laughs> um, Sorry, I got you up with Dune. Yeah, so you're saying if it had come in more of a heyday of television. Yeah, so, but, yeah, like, there's, with the, the AMC and uh, HBO and Showtime and all that stuff, like, there's a lot of really good television shows right now so I think a lot of people are sort of gravitating towards that uh, but yeah it's true there is a ton of crap on TV as well uh, I don't know it's just it's just I guess the evolution of media because uh, it's super cheap to make reality television shows the it's not challenge like it's not a challenging view so like you can just sort of turn it on and watch and yeah. it's not it's not overly offensive. It's just sort of whatever. You can have it on in the background, and that you make your money off of that because your costs are low, and you get a lot of money out of it. And then you can use that to make higher quality stuff. And What's some crazy, channels like, do that, and some channels just say, "Well, why would we even make the good stuff if we could just yeah. make all this crap and then make a ton of money off why of it?" I kill the golden goose, right? Exactly. But like, um, there's different kinds of rally too. But I won't get into that. But I was gonna say. Um, What's crazy though, like, so Game of Thrones, you know, pulls in five, six million viewers on an episode, and it's like, it's, you know, it's highest rating since The Sopranos. Do I get off a of Spadina? Do you even know? Um, I'll have to sign off in a minute because so. I'm gonna not know where I'm going, so a couple more things, but um, it gets like five million views, however many million viewers yeah, does. And then uh, it's all these records, and then like shows like Big Bang Theory pull in like 20 million a week, like, yeah. and I don't know anyone, if I said to you, hey guys, what's your favorite television on TV? Television show on TV, no one says Big Bang Theory. It's not a bad show. I'm not one of those haters. I think it's, it's a cute show. It's funny. Like, uh, But, like, I don't understand how... It's just sort of innocuous. It's yeah, like, who are those 20 million people? Yeah. Whereas if I watch someone say, hey, have you seen The Wire? They either have never heard of it or, like, are super passionate about it. Or, hey, do you watch Game of Thrones? Do you watch Breaking Bad? Everyone seems to... That's, like, the zeitgeist of, like, 
pop culture, but who? But I don't understand who's watching it. It must be downloading it or streaming it and stuff. Yeah, well, I think it's it's because it's not everybody has cable. Like, if you have cable, you might have just basic cable. I think the majority of people. So it's still the major networks still get way more people watching them than other channels. Yeah. So you know, if you're if you're a crappy show on CBS, you're gonna have way better ratings than the best show on HBO. So we're under the garden right now. All right, well, hanging left. We are very close to our final destination. Not Uh-oh, like not, not like the movie. Like the movie. Oh, no. <laughs> so I think we're going to sign off here. So thank you very much, everybody, for tuning into this very special episode. Of yeah, this was so pretty cool. Unnecessary like side project. Yeah. Uh, I'm Joe Gottley. Finally got that yeah. out of the way. I'm at Matt, Matt Matthew Milnick. Follow at, me at Joe Gottley, and uh, we will see you next week. An hour and eighteen twenty-six. Wow, we did it. (laughs) All right, bye, everybody. (laughs) Thank you for your patronage. We will see you next week.